Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. And Heather's dog, Sprinkles. Sprinkles? <laughs> oh, wow. She sounded a little like Joe. Yeah. <laughs> She's looking at Joe like, what are you doing? <laughs> and we're here to discuss Season 3, Episode 2 of New Girl, titled Nerd. Before we get into the episode, as always, we'll pass around the feeling stick. I have nothing for today. Joe, do you have anything? No feelings today. Heather? Okay, I do. Um, first of all, uh, if anybody wants to watch a movie called Friends with Kids on HBO, uh, you can see Megan Fox, who Mm -hmm. is from New Girl. Mm -hmm. And you can also see Pauline from Younger, if you watch Younger. You can see the Park and Rec guy who looks like Joe McHale. Why are you reading the whole cast for this movie? Because it's interesting for people who watch the same shows as us. Oh. And the mom for Gil- from Gilmore Girls, the grandma. Kelly Bishop is her name. Yes. And she plays a rich and fancy lady, mm. just like on Gilmore Girls. Wow. Yeah. So that's, again, that's Friends with Kids. But it's, was the movie good? It was great. Oh, it was great. Okay. And, and I brought it up because of Megan Fox. Yeah. But then I wanted to give some extra. Okay. Anything else? Yes. Uh, we In our last podcast, we thanked people who said happy birthday to Joe. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to, to say there was another person who put, hello, Joe voice. Yes. Happy birthday. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> yeah, and then they put Joe voice in parentheses. Yes. All right. All right, that brings us to the Netflix description of this episode, which is Jess makes the mistake of asking Nick for advice when she tries to make friends with a band of unfriendly teachers at her new school. Guest stars from this episode include Dreama Walker, who plays Molly, who was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Joe, did you recognize her from that? Um, she's the teacher. There were so many, you know, those Torrentino movies, there's 80 main characters. Yeah. yeah. A lot of attractive females. So hard to tell who's who. That is a great movie. There's also yeah. Mark Porch, who plays Dan, who was Nate in The Office. And then we have another very obvious visible The Office alum, which is Angela Kinsey, who plays Rose. And I love seeing her in anything because I love The Office and she's so funny. Nice. All right, that brings us in jumping to the episode. So Schmidt is with Cece uh-huh. in the loft saying that he would like to start calling her shawty, shawty. in public. Shawty. Shorty, but he's saying yeah. like shoddy. Yeah, like, that was hilarious. And before she has a chance to answer, um, I think they're interrupted because he's getting texts and he's acting kind of weird. He invites her to a party at his work, but she says she can't go because she has a photo shoot. When Winston walks in and says, do y'all know anything about cats? Because I'm trying to get in good with Daisy and babysitter cat. And if you're watching for the first time, you're like, whatevs. Uh-uh. If you're a longtime fan, you're like, Ferguson! I was going insane. Ferguson's finally here. Yeah, we love some Ferguson. Then Winston says the cats are not welcome in their home because they're obsessed with his nipples. <laughs> and we get a super weird flashback of Kit, him asleep in a barn and kittens like crawling oh, all over him. Yeah, that was disturbing. I heard him say in an interview that when he first started the show, he's like, oh, obviously. Wear whatever costume you want. I'll do whatever you want. I'm all in because he was so grateful to get a job and there was nothing he would say no to. And that his dad called him and was like, yeah, that thing with the kittens and you not wearing a shirt. That wasn't funny. That was just weird. <laughs> so that's when he kind of... I agree with his dad. Yeah, that had no place there. It made no sense. I yeah, didn't think it was funny. It was random and not funny. Yeah. 
Um, so then Nick and Jess are in the bathroom and Jess is trying to get her bangs to behave. And she says that she's nervous because she hasn't made, made any friends at her new school, Aww. which made me feel so bad. And there's a, a, a group of teachers that are like a clique. And that's when Winston comes in to ask them about cats. And she says, oh, you should ask Schmidt. He has a really good cat story. <laughs> and Long open. Schmidt says to Nick, I've never seen you smile. Um, yeah. 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 I don't know if it was in that scene. Because he's so happy. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's in the next scene in the elevator. Which is hilarious because they've been roommates for 10 years. Exactly. How has he never smiled? So a nice segue to Nick and Schmidt in the elevator where they're having that conversation. Mm -hmm. And he says, let's just say, Schmidt says, uh, hypothetically, you like two girls. And Nick, because he doesn't know any better, is like, you've already decided. Let it go. Elizabeth's gone. When Winston comes in, because we found out no one pushed the button in the elevator. They've just been <laughs> standing there. And he says he's going to ask Daisy to be his girlfriend. And then hopefully you guys caught this because it's subtle. He says something about, like, you guys are trying to steal my swag. And well, uh, Schmidt goes, I wouldn't even begin to know how to steal swag. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So I don't think funny. I caught it. I catch Some it? of the funniest things in New Girl are those tiny sort of... Oh, totally. You got to have subtitles, yeah. Yeah, close captioning. I I got that one without close captioning. I did it all on my own. Yeah. Um, So then we're at the school meeting, and we see Principal Foster, who we already know from previous episodes, talking about his jacuzzi. Oh, I love him. And the meeting's just kind of going bad, and one of the teachers kind of starts making fun of him. He ends the meeting and Nick comes in with free... First of all, I would love to know how a teacher's boyfriend, even though this is a long time ago, just waltzes Walked on into campus a school. into a meeting. It's like, hey, who wants free teacher supplies? And it's like five notebooks. It was hilarious. Because <laughs> he's trying to, like, save the day and it was notebooks. Exactly. Um, and also, I think that the principal, before he talks about his jacuzzi, mm-hmm. talks about a spring sing, mm. which... Is what your son Caden used to have mm-hmm. when he was in elementary, elementary school. school they did spring, spring sing outdoors in a thousand degree heat. Yep, not my favorite. Um, so then he offers the teachers what they really want, which is free drinks mm. at his bar, <laughs> and it seems like maybe they'll go. And yeah, but he knew the weight of their heart wasn't notebooks; exactly. it was uh, free drinks. Who turns that down? So then, I think teachers probably need some free drinks. Yeah. They work really hard. So now we see Elizabeth is at Schmidt's office getting a tour of his new, like, three-fourths the size of the character from Mad Men's office. Yeah. <laughs> and Bethany comes up and intentionally invites her to the party because she knows that she's dating two people. Yeah. She wants to make it hard for him. She's skunky. She is not very nice. No. Um, then Winston's at Daisy's, and I think this part is so comedy, and I'm sure you guys agree, because he's talking to her while the shower water's running, and then he's like, is someone in the shower? It's like, oh, it's about to get in, and then it shuts off, <laughs> and the toilet flushes, and there's, like, giant-size Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he takes Ferguson to babysit, but senses maybe that she's cheating on him. And he's, wait, hold on. What was That's his first scene. clue, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think the shoes were a pretty big tip-off because they were bigger than Daisy herself. Yeah, that was she crazy. She's so petite. Yeah, she's beautiful. <laughs> so um, now we're at the bar, and Jess is sitting with the teachers, and they're making fun of the fr- principal, and she's saying things like, but he's so nice. Yeah. He's such a great boss. Right. And she goes to Nick, and he says, you're a nerd. This is like high school. She has a flashback to being a nerd. He has a flashback to the Miller sack pack. 
because he used to play hacky sack and he was so popular. And he says, just go with the flow, make fun of the principal a little, and follow my lead. And by follow my lead, I mean drink. Drink to be cool. And he's like, that's the only thing I know in this world. To be true. Yeah, to be true. So right. disappointing. Horrible advice. <laughs> and then when they have the flashback, mm-hmm. um, it's to the song, What's Going On? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they always do perfect music. Well, that's to the flashing back to just when she's hung over. So it's the next scene. Oh. He says, you tried to dance in a toilet. Oh. And she's standing in the toilet singing Singing that song. what's going on. Yeah. Oh, okay. I knew it was somewhere. <laughs> and then each of the guys comes in and asks Nick, did you kill Jess? Because she's barely moving, not ready for work, and can't get out of bed. They're a little upset with him. Right. So they do what they've done before, which is sing, I believe I can fly. <laughs> Winston has a tear coming down Oh, I street. love when Winston did that. While he's singing. But in the episode when they went out, I thought it was a hangover. Jess wouldn't drink like that. I'm sorry. She would not drink like that on a weeknight. Well, she did because Nick told her to because she wanted oh, to be in the club. And she wanted to impress her friends. Yeah. And so then, then that, the next day she's hungover. They just had a high tolerance. Yeah. Okay. They're, well, they're on drugs. They say we have liquid form of ecstasy. Oh, that's right. Not okay. really giving teachers a great name in not this episode. Really. Well, neither did the vice principal. Oh, is he the vice principal? No. Uh, the, the lady. Oh, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, then she gets up, goes to take a shower or whatever, and the guys say, you know, you're supposed to protect her. And then out of nowhere, Winston's like, I think Daisy's cheating on me, man. Oh, yeah. And he's crying more. Yeah. Poor Winston. <laughs> he goes through a lot. We need him to, though, because it all ends in Ferguson. Yes. I like when he goes, a cat for a cat. Oh, that and was like, funny. Well, what's the other cat? My heart. Yes. yes. <laughs> We're not there yet, but that's a, a good line. Yeah, that is a good line. So we good just see show. Schmidt show up to CC shoot. Again. No, no, wait. They were on the phone. I apologize. Right? I don't know. Well, I can't remember. I wrote he was at the show. No, she was at a photo shoot. They're putting the honey bees. on her, and then they're like, yeah. "Bring in the live bees!" And she goes, "Heck no!" Yeah. So she goes, "Oh hell no!" And she's yeah. in a yellow dress. Yeah. <laughs> so he says the party's employees only, and she's like, "I think we're gonna go late here. It's fine." I love how she's always she's never on an outdoor location. It's always I like know. the same studio. It's always dark. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Winston is talking about how there was the guy in the bathroom. And that he thinks they're breaking up and that he needs to kill her cat. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, a cat for a cat. And Nick's like, yeah. what's the other cat? Yeah, that was hard. His heart. Yeah. <laughs> now, as someone who works for an animal welfare nonprofit, I'm going to say that I feel like that's super inappropriate storyline as is stealing someone's cat. But yeah. it got us to a good place. So I'm going to. If it brings Ferguson into our life. It's worth it. Yeah, I'm going to let it go. Yeah, yeah, but it, I remember watching it and thinking, really, guys? Yeah. Um. So we're back at school. Jess is accepted by the teachers. They show her where the mugs are. She's finally popular, so she's hungover, but she's feeling accomplished. But how come she was super perky? Well, she wasn't because they were like, hey, Jess. And she's like, oh, not so loud. But then she got coffee. the mug. She just said this one has me feel like I have a mustache. And she never would have worn that outfit to work. No. So I'm like, seriously? Yeah. yeah. She wasn't even in her pajamas when she fell asleep. Yeah. So she was really drunk. Right. We see Jess can lose her way, though. Yeah. So Winston's trying to figure out the best way to kill Ferguson, but he just won't leave that damn sunbeam. <laughs> Jess is trying to find things to break into Principal Foster's office or his backyard to go in his jacuzzi because the other teachers are. 
And she said to Nick, you said to roll with it. And he's caught between the two of them trying to get them both to stop being crazy unsuccessfully. And Jess ends up sneaking out while he's trying to keep an eye on Winston. Now we're at the party and Cece shows up even though Schmidt and Bethany are both there and it looks like it's going to end in disaster, but we'll get into more of that later because we're back at the loft where Winston tells Ferguson it's time for, quote, the long nap because he's going <laughs> to suffocate him with a pillow. And he says, you know what? I see you cool off and have a drink. Do you smoke? <laughs> and thus so the relationship is born. Beautiful scene. So um, Elizabeth is at the party and Schmidt is trying to find a way to keep them separate. So he goes, let's pretend to be sexy strangers like we don't know each other. Tells her that Cece's there because she does catering on the side from her modeling gig. Well, they got to be sexy strangers and then she's on site. Her job's in Hong Kong. Yeah. She's, no, she's the leave the party early, go to bed early type to try yeah. to get rid of her. Yeah. <laughs> so you think it's going to end in disaster, but as we see in a couple minutes, he pulls it off. But before then, we see Jess is breaking into Principal Foster's backyard and gets thrown over the side oh, with the other teachers on the other side. Oh, this oh, is oh. rough because it goes back, forth, back, oh, forth. Yes. Cece's holding a tray of food now because Schmidt said that um, he doesn't want her to get in trouble since she's not an employee. So to pretend like you do catering. Oh, yeah. She sees Elizabeth and assumes that Elizabeth works there. Right. And Schmidt goes along with that. But we're back at Principal Foster's. Oh, no. Nick's there. He jumps the fence and says, if you're going to do something stupid, I want to do it with you. And that's when the lights come on. Principal Foster comes out and says, I know what's going on. You guys want to go in my jacuzzi. <laughs> you wanted a taste. His jacuzzi. Yeah, I love their face when they start to take off their clothes. Like, this yeah. is happening. He doesn't even get mad. <laughs> no. Dog. I love that character. So Daisy comes over to take her cat, and that's when Winston confronts her on cheating on him. And she's like, oh, that was before we were exclusive. And he's like, well, did you sleep with him after that? And she goes, no. I mean, well, yes. And he goes, wait, how do you know him? And she goes, from sex. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was dying. Really disappointing because she started out like kind of like, oh, and then he goes, yeah. I'm gonna take the cat. And after he grabs the cat and shuts the door, he goes, I got the cat. Yeah, <laughs> I just have to wonder who sat around and thought, let's have Winston get cheated on while he's babysitting a cat and then have him keep the cat, steal it, and then do you know what I mean? Like, well, how do they even get there? I don't there? think they knew Ferguson was gonna become a huge character. I don't know. He, he's yeah. in the next episode, he's all in it. But that's true. That's true. That is a really, I'm not like. A huge cat person, and Ferguson is so oh, cute. Oh, he's... He I love Ferguson. I'm not a cat person at all, and I love Ferguson. Exactly. Yeah. So, we're back at the party, and... Why are we back at the party? Because how long was he babysitting that cat for? A couple hours? <laughs> <laughs> this timeline doesn't make any sense. Um, and Bethany is just shocked because um, Schmidt manages to pull it off because... Uh, not Jess. Uh, it, it ends up that Elizabeth and Cece see each other. But one's acting like a caterer and the other's acting like a sexy stranger and he pulls the whole thing off. It's shocking. I mean. I like, what we're also missing is there's a thing at the start of the office where Schmidt's co-worker, you know, the girl who's always on him about. Oh, you the know, girl. Bethany. Yeah, yeah Bethany. She's not like him. Well, they're talking and he's like. Oh, let me shut the door on you. Yeah. And he can't shut it because of his new tiny credenza. It's a credenza, not furniture. And he's like, consider it closed. (laughs) 
and he can't have it. That was funny. I like that part. Very funny. I actually have a credenza, and I always forget and say, like, oh, my computer on my credenza. And then people look at me like I'm stupid. Like, what's a credenza? Yeah, like, are you yeah. trying to be fancy? You are trying to be fancy. <laughs> I don't know what a credenza is. So, I don't know if it's... thing in my office, that big thing. Oh, it is? Yeah. I don't know if it's um, my note-taking, but it seems like Jess is having, like, two, three days of work during Schmidt's one party. Now yeah. that I'm looking back, none of this makes sense, and... Winston has the cat for an unidentified amount of time. The no, thing, it's just yeah. a long day because they start with a morning meeting and then they go, go to the bar and, and then, then they go to oh, the jacuzzi. No, she the goes next to day. sleep the next day. So it's at least two days because she went to sleep one so day. So Schmidt's been at this party for two days. But Schmidt's there to sing I Believe I Can Fly. Well, that was before the party, I guess. Oh, was it? No, that was okay. after the hangover. Well, anyways, yeah. I think it's just us. And but I wrote down, Jess says Suki Sinclair. Okay. Did she say Suki Sinclair? Yes. Isn't that the Gilmore Girls girl, Suki Sinclair? Suki St. James. Oh, my bad. Yeah, okay. close. So, we're back at school now on who knows what day. Yeah. And the <laughs> teachers invite her to come uh, do liquid ecstasy with them. And she declines because she wants to hang out with her, quote, old man. And then she sees Nick outside leaning against his car like a 1980s teen movie. <laughs> and um, then we're back at the loft. And Ferguson is on Schmidt, attracted to his nipples like all cats are. Not funny. <laughs> super weird. Good episode, but weird part. Yeah. And that's it. That was a lot of back and forth. I wish they wouldn't do that for the purposes of this podcast. So. Just really quick. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if um, Cat for a Cat upset you because I know you hate Mm -hmm. the movie Eye for an Eye. Did it make you think of that? Nope. But now I'm thinking of it. Thank you. Sorry. So let's talk about our favorite (laughs) Jess look. Joe, did you have one? Oh, gosh. In this episode. (laughs) um, Do we just do it on purpose now? I just think that uh, it wasn't when she was, probably when, I don't know. You know, I didn't really get the outfits because she was always drinking too much. So I don't know which one I like the best. Okay. okay. Heather, did you have a favorite just look? Um, yeah. I, I think I thought, well, I kind of had a couple. Uh, because the plaid and sunglasses was so unjust. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I had to make note of it in mm-hmm. this podcast. Mm-hmm. And then um, the dress with the bow was hilarious to me because you'd never wear that to a bar. No. I yeah. think she's coming straight from work. But but it still looked hilarious. Yeah. I yeah. put the dress with the bow as my favorite dress look. And actually my best dress because I just thought... That I would wear it myself, but it looks really cute on her. The only thing I didn't like was it was too long. That's not her style. Mm, sometimes her stuff's too short. So. Yeah, that this was way too long. Joe, did you have a best dressed overall character? Mm. Ferguson. Mm. I would say for this, this one, episode, yeah. I would say it's probably Nick was back to his old dress always. And then Schmidt had a suit on at the party. I like the yellow dress. That's what I put. Yeah. Seamsies. Yeah, because it goes in theme with the bees and the honey. And, and her hair, hair yeah. 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 She looked like a 50s yeah. Like, yeah. star there. You exactly. Know? And the beehive hairdo. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was your favorite too, Heather? Yeah, seamsies. Okay. Favorite Schmidt moment. Wait, what's yours? 
Just oh, with the, the dress, dress with yeah. the bow. My bad. Favorite uh, zero in the jar count. Although his actions definitely require some money in the jar. Yeah. Um, and my favorite was what Joe already mentioned was his Mad Men Don Draper replica office where he couldn't close the door. Uh, Heather, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? It's actually at the beginning, like I think the opening scene when he wants to call Cece shoddy. And shoddy, he, yeah. He he also he says it at the work party. At the too. party, yeah. Yeah. He says it a lot faster. He goes, See you later, though. shorty. Yeah. So it's like, like he wants to call her shoddy. That's how <laughs> Like you're sounding it out. I can't pronounce slang. I don't know how to do slang. <laughs> uh, Joe, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? Is that what I'm asking? Schmidt moment? <laughs> yeah, we're going from dresses to Schmidt moment. Oh, oh thank you, Joe. I would say... <laughs> <For this episode. laughs> I would say it's got to be the party. The whole scenes of the party were yeah. just hilarious. How he grabs that apron off, off the, the guy and he looks at him like, what? Yeah, and grabs and puts it on to CC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd say his balancing act at the party. It's like you're reading my mind because I have that for favorite funniest. Oh, good segue. Heather, oh, what's your favorite you. or funniest moment? Just the whole thing at the party. <laughs> Mine was when he says, I don't even know how to begin to steal a swag. Oh, that was good too. It's the same face and tone of voice he does in a much we're not that far down the road episode, the Prince episode, where they're in the car and he's like, have you ever been attracted to gas mileage? When? And Winston's like, I don't know, but I remember it was a Thursday. A Thursday? (laughs) (laughs) Or the time when, uh, we've already seen it, but the time when Jess is talking about her prom and he Mm -hmm. goes, I want to know the theme. Theme, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Joe, what was your favorite or funniest moment from this episode? Yeah, it has to be that. Because the jacuzzi... Steel swag? I think the jacuzzi scene would have been funnier if they showed him in the jacuzzi. Yeah, but, I thought that too. You know, right. that... that they Good opportunity really, showing uncomfortableness. Really could have yeah. made a scene there. Because all they got out of that was just like... He touched his my feet with his feet like, like they hand. were hands. Right. You know, but you can't visualize <laughs> that. So, uh, so it's got to be the Schmidt party all the way. Okay, bro. So that brings us to Honey Roast Award for Best Character, Performance, Writing, Prop. I'm giving it to Ferguson for looking cute in the sunbeam and playing with the noose that Winston tried to hang him with. Heather? Samesies. I mean, that's okay. Everyone loves Ferg. Well, but I have a second place. Okay. Cece's hair. Okay. (laughs) You always talk about hair. Joe, what is your Honey Roast Award? It's got to go to Schmidt in the party. Uh, okay. okay. Really left an impact on you. That's that sweeps. It's it's like a sweep. It's like an Oscar sweep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a Joe sweep. Wow. I bet they're excited. I saw zero bears in this episode. Did anyone catch a bear? I don't think there no. are bears. I no, but honest. they reference honey and bears eat honey. Oh, you know what? Oh. They're my okay. I'm gonna write down honey. Is that a reference? I'll I take it. Just stop looking for bears for sanity reasons. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know if they're in all of them. So, <laughs> uh, so that brings us to discussion questions. Uh, Heather, did you bring a discussion question? Yes. Okay. Well, um, I asked one already. So, would Jess ever wear a plaid shirt to work? Uh-huh. No. And when you're hungover, you can still put on a dress as easily as a shirt. So, I actually easier. Yeah, easier one piece, than yeah. a shirt and pants. Yeah. And then, um, have either of you guys ever had a new job and tried to make your coworkers like you? Well, who did that in this episode? Jess. Yeah, Jess. Oh, had, oh. The teacher. <laughs> because Joe said about Schmidt, it works so many times. Did you 
is. I'm like, this he's not trying to make Bethany uh, like him. Girl, who did that in this episode? The whole plot was around her getting for, like him. For now. 10 minutes, all Joe has talked about is the Schmidt party, so I forgot the rest happened. I'm trying to blame it on How Joe. How can you forget toilet pants? So, <laughs> toilet, toilet pants? Is that what it was? Or feet? Toilet pants. Do you, uh, did you ever do that, Joe? Well, you know, I don't know if I have to get people to like me, but, like... Yeah, they do it I'm naturally. just me, and, like, I don't really try, because I already, like, you know... I don't... I don't believe in clicks. Like, oh, I don't really okay. hang with a click. Like, okay. there'll be clicks at, at certain works, yeah. but I just go... One to another to another. Right. I don't really like. You're this kind of the, like a bounce. You bounce. Yeah, like there yeah. used to be a click that I always wanted to go to dinner after a 15 hour work day at the track. <laughs> yeah. You know, they come to dinner, come don't to dinner. Do that yeah. I did not want to go to dinner, so right. I hung with I guess the old people click and like, no, I'm not going to dinner. All you 20 somethings can go to dinner can... and do what you have but to do. How, I mean, it does speak to how how nice you are that the 20 year olds invited you to dinner yeah yeah because you were like yeah. your boss yeah yeah it, yeah it could have been a sympathy invite no I don't know, no but, they liked but, well, after you said no once they probably like, yeah after a while they probably just stopped asking like joe's yeah. going he's just going back to the hotel he's that's going, what i always say about inviting me places like you might as well do it so i don't get my feelings hurt because you know i'm probably not, not gonna, gonna go because go. i love being at home yeah especially certain kind of events yes. you're not yeah not and that's and, and that's too much pressure you know you'll learn when you get older you want to avoid the noise you don't want noise in your life you know right. so that's just adding pressure because you're already starting a new job right you know and so you right. got all so the stuff exhausted. yeah you got all the stuff that entails working right and then you know, i gotta worry about people liking me too right oh, yeah, exactly yeah. so i just try to do a good job and then people will like you your bosses and co-workers will like you and well you, you know. yeah but you're you're like very nice yeah. So well, it's easy you. for people to like you. Yeah. You're one of the nicest people I've ever met. But but I have seen people. Now I have seen people try too work, hard. Try, try too, too hard. hard. Yeah. You know they'll come in and they you know they don't like they don't drink and all of a sudden they come in. And, ah, I have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what? You don't drink what? Or they don't know sports and they start talking like they know sports <laughs> or. You know, anything like that. And your so heart's, I, like, breaking yeah. for the person. And, yeah. and I've yeah. never said, dude, you're wrong. No, right. Yeah. I, I'm right. just like, oh, he's trying. So let's, you you're know, like, yeah, make him feel comfortable. That baseball team's really good. <laughs> yeah, team. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong sport, buddy. Like, yeah. You're talking about it. I don't think I've ever tried. Like, I think you try to make your coworkers like you, try to be friendly with them. But I do try to make sure if people are excluded that I include them because I do hate watching that happen. That makes me feel it's, bad. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Heather? Well, for me, it's a little different because every job I've had has been in outside sales. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like there's already clicks. And I'm not in any of them because I was the only outside salesperson at my last job. Yeah. So, like, what I would do to make myself be friends with them is on Sunday, because my days off ended up being Sunday and Monday because I worked events. Mm. So, on Sunday, I would make, like, a beautiful dessert and then bring it in on Monday before I started whatever I wanted to do in my personal life. Mm -hmm. And so, I thought they liked me. But I also, like, I legitimately have workaholism. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a true thing for me. So when my boss decided I could have an assistant, she's like, Heather, 
we have to hire someone from with, or we have to offer it to people with, within. Mm-hmm. So they would get a raise and they'd be outside, not in the office. Mm-hmm. No one apply. No one apply. <laughs> and my oh. boss said, I think it's the emails you sent out in the middle of the night. So participating in that. Yeah. And then I had a job um, in outside sales where we'd have a meeting and all the coworkers would go out. And they asked me to go, but I had to say no every time because it was like an hour drive home. So I couldn't go to a drinking yeah. event. And then, my because I do have workaholism, my numbers were a lot higher. So they all ended up despising me. But I danced to my own drummer. That's true. So it's okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Joe, do you have a discussion question? Um, For this episode, <laughs> I think... This, I mean, the only thing I can think of is if people ever had a situation where they had to juggle two people at once. And maybe, oh, maybe like trying it's, to act crazy. Maybe it's an ex girlfriend or ex boyfriend oh. and a friend, or like maybe it's setting? two people you like. Maybe it's two friends that don't like, like each other. And oh, you gotta keep them apart. yes. I mean, because those can always be true. Because I'll I tell you, when I have parties, I just invite everybody. Yeah. Even if this party doesn't like this party, I, I just tell them, look, it's just a party. Just come party. Just right. have, have a good time. You know right. what I'm saying? But sometimes that can turn bad on you. And sometimes you're like, well, I better keep this person over here and this person over here. Right. Get this person playing this game and this person this game. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. it can be exhausting sometimes. So you yeah. got to be yeah. careful on when you're inviting arch nemesis. <laughs> that is a really good point, Joe. Do you have an example, Heather? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I used to go to this gym called Bally's and it was really like social there. So there's like a group of friends that were just kind of like fair weather friends. And then there was one person who was like, she's your ride or die for life when she's your friend. (laughs) But they didn't like her because they were shady and she wasn't shady. So she didn't like them. So ultimately... I just decided I'm going to be friends with her and we still have an awesome friendship and she lives in Texas and she still comes out to see me and I'm glad that I'm not friends with the other ones because mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't need shady people at this point in my life. No, but they love you. Shady. So when shady you had to work out, you had to work out with both parties. Like right. you do abs over here and do That's chest exact- over here or yoga over here. Right. I would have to do Stairmaster. Yeah. And then I would have to go to the climber that doesn't have the arm rails on it. Right. Because that's what she did. Because she, she liked a harder workout. See, uh, you can just tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, did you have an example for your own question? Yeah. I don't. Oh, I guess you said it already. You say everyone comes to the party, you're not worried about I it. I guess when yeah. you get into work parties, you got to be careful of that clickiness. Cause, yeah. Because yeah. I, I just, I, you know, and look, I used to have parties that involved uh, minor league baseball team staffs from two different teams that were, that oh, were rivals. Oh, competitors. Yeah, and competitors. But you know what? They all became friends. They all became, and they're friends to this day, where there's people... That were from San Bernardino and Rancho Oh, yeah, Pocamonga. we did these have parties with both yeah. yeah. And yeah. And there's people that went to work for the other 
thing. You because know what I'm saying? of your party? Because of that well, party. Well, they made connections. Because I, yeah. I always felt like it was good for everybody to know each other. Yeah. You know what I'm That's saying? That's nice. Rather than saying, oh, those people, they're no good. Right. Well, if you get to know them, yeah, they can be pretty. Like they're, they're good people. Right. And you all have the commonality of the industry you work in. Right. So there's the commonality right there. Right. And then before you know it, everyone's friends and everything's good. And now your parties aren't stressful because like, ooh, are these people going to like these people? Are they going right. to fight over this? I mean, what is this? But nope, they all blend together. And now everyone's playing, you know, you know, ladder golf together and you know, golf, hockey yeah. sack. That's old school. Miller sack pack so is there. Like that to never happen. Joe the peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of the the Gandhi of uh, parties. Okay. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> that was bold. I admire. Jeez. Cutting that one out. <laughs> no. The Gandhi of parties. No, that was awesome. Okay. The listeners will love it. So, um, I admire you, Joe, because... When I would have part, like I would have an Oscar party that was in the paper and it was really famous, and my coworkers would be like, "I want to come," and th- what? They have weird voices. Yeah, and so, and I never invited any coworkers because one, I didn't want them to know that my friends were kind of Zeus, uh. and two. I- I'm uncomfortable mixing yeah. work and personal. personal. And work. Yeah. So I admire you for going out on that limb. Yeah. 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 And it's weird how, how you would spend 12, 13 hours with people and then still want to. Oh, I know. <laughs> You're like, God. what? And what used to kill me is we'd what have like that? 14 games in a row and then uh, the team would go on the road and close. And they go, hey, you want to go to the game tonight? Yeah. Like, like no. Like, go to the away game. You would go. You went to so many. We went to Some several. Of them, yeah. but, but not you, all of them. You know, when you spend that t- much time with people, yeah. you're spending more time than your family, family or your wife. You so you do create a bond. You yeah. are. Yeah. All right, well, I don't have a discussion question, so that brings us to the end of our episode. We'll see you guys next week for Season 3, Episode 3, Double Date. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.